بسم الله الرحمن الرحيم الحمد لله رب العالمين والصلاة والسلام على رسوله الكريم نبينا محمد وعلى آله وأصحابه أجمعين وبعد Tonight's reading of Imam al-Bukhari's al-Adab al-Mufrad is from the hadith or rather a narration of Atai ibn Yasir from the companion Abdullah ibn Amr ibn Asadillah ta'ala anhu under the chapter titled Bab al-Inbisat ila al-Nas the chapter or this is a chapter concerning inbisat towards people reaching out towards people qala atai ibn yasir laqitu abdullah ibn amr ibn as faqultu akhbirni an sifati rasulillah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam fi at-tawrat atai ibn yasir he said i met abdullah ibn amr ibn as radiyallahu ta'ala anhuma and i said to him tell me about the description of the Messenger of Allah alayhi salatu wasalam in the Torah as in how it's been mentioned in the Torah because Abdullah ibn Amr ibn al-As radiallahu ta'ala anhu anhuma he knew uh, Hebrew and therefore he could read from the Torah فَقَالَ أَجَلْ وَاللَّهِ إِنَّهُ لَمَوْصُوفٌ فِي التَّوْرَاتِ بِبَعْضِ صِفَتِهِ فِي الْقُرْآنِ so Abdullah, he said, Indeed by Allah, He, yani the Messenger of Allah, is described with something in the Torah, with some of what He has been described with in the Qur'an. And then he reads from the Torah, Ya ayyuhan nabi, Inna arsalnaka shahidan wa mubashiran wa nadira. He reads a verse from the Torah, which reads, O Prophet, and this is in reference obviously to the Prophet that came, the final Prophet, Prophet Muhammad O Prophet, indeed we have sent you as a witness and a bringer of good news and as a warner. And as a hirz for the unlettered people, as a protector and a guardian for the unlettered people, those that can't read or write. Anta abdi wa rasuli sammaytukal mutawakkil You are my slave and my messenger. I have named you as al-mutawakkil. Mutawakkil being the one who places his trust upon Allah. Laysa bifadhin wala ghalidh he, yani this prophet that is going to come, he is not going to be fav, he is not going to be rude and discourteous, and he is not going to be khalil, he is not going to be rough and tough and, and harsh. fil aswaq, and he is not going to be somebody who is noisy, a loud mouth in the marketplaces, noisy and causing rancor in the marketplaces. Wala yadfa this is the shahid of the bab. This is the point of evidence and this is the part that is related to the chapter title. That he, this prophet that is going to come, he is not going to repay evil with another evil. 
ولكن يعفو ويغفر but rather he'll pardon and forgive ولن يقبضه الله تعالى حتى يقيم به الملة العوجاء and Allah shall not cause this prophet that is to come he shall not take him away he shall not cause him to die up until Allah causes the crooked religion meaning the crooked community that is upon the religion the false religion initially the arabs the pagan arabs the religion that they were upon its roots originated some of their rights originated with ibrahim alayhi salatu wasalam ascribing themselves to ibrahim alayhi salatu wasalam however they changed it like many other people have done with the religions that came before changed it up until they introduced idolatry towards it so this millah al-awja this corrupt religion this bent religion this bent and curved religion meaning this community that has been corrupted Allah shall not make the prophet Muhammad pass away up until he causes that bent community that is upon a disfigured religion to become upright in that they end up saying la ilaha illallah this community that is bent these pagan arabs that are bent these pagan arabs that are crooked and upon a crooked religion that the messenger will make them become straightened i.e. that they will end up saying la ilaha illallah no god has the right of being worshiped except for allah wa yaftahu biha a'yunan umya wa adhanan summa wa qulubun ghulfa and thus, by way of that, by way of that messenger, blind eyes shall become opened, and deaf ears shall become opened, and hearts that were sealed will become opened. Concerning this Sheikh Zayd ibn Hadir Madkhali, he mentions, قول المؤلف رحمه الله باب الانبساط إلى الناس As far as the statement of Imam al-Bukhari is concerned, chapter, Extending out towards people, Sheikh Zaid he says, Al Inbisat ilan nas al Iqbal alayhim, wal bayan lahum, wal rahma bihim, wa badlun nushi fi ma yata'allak bi amri dinihim, wa dunyahum. This is in relation to advancing towards people, reaching out towards people, reaching out towards people in mercy, having mercy upon them, reaching out towards people in clarification, clarifying to them. Reaching out towards people in advising them concerning what is beneficial for them in this life and the next. فَكَانَ مِنْ أَخْلَاقِ النَّبِيِّ صَلَى اللَّهُ عَلَيْهِ وَسَلَّمُ وَمِنْ صِفَاتِهِ الْعَظِيمَةِ فِي الْكُتُبَ الْمُنَزَّلَةِ وَمِنْ ذَلِكَ التَّوْرَاتِ كِتَابٌ وَصَفَهُ اللَّهُ تَعَالَى سُبْحَانَهُ وَتَعَالَى وَصَفَهُ اللَّهُ تَعَالَى وَصَفَهُ اللَّهُ تَبَارَكُ تَعَالَى فِي هُدَى وَنُورٍ so these are from the characteristics of the Messenger of Allah alayhi salatu wasalam. Characteristics that have been mentioned in the Torah. A Torah that originally had huda and nur in it. Had guidance and had nur in it. But then the people came later on and they changed it. Up until Shaykh Zaid he says, فَهَذِهِ مِنْ صِفَاتِ النَّبِيِّ صَلَى اللَّهُ عَلَيْهِ وَسَلَّمُ الْكَرِيمَةِ وَهُوَ قُدْوَةُ الْأُمَّةِ فَالْوَاجِبُ الْإِقْتِدَابِ النَّبِيِّ عَلَيْهِ الصَّلَاةُ وَالسَّلَامُ these are from the noble characteristics of the Messenger alayhi salatu wasalam. And he is the qudwa of the ummah. He is the model, the role model of the nation, of the ummah of Islam. وَذَلِكَ بِأَنْ يَكُونَ الْمُسْلِمْ سَهْلًا 
وَإِنْ يَكُونَ لَيِّنًا مَعَ إِخْوَانِ الْمُسْلِمِينَ وَالْمُؤْمِنِينَ This characteristic of the Messenger of Allah alayhi salatu wasalam that we should follow and we should emulate, what is it? It is that the Muslim, he should be easygoing. It is that the Muslim, he should be soft with his fellow Muslim brothers and sisters. وَإِنْ يَكُونَ مِنْ أَهْلِ الصَّفْحِ وَالْعَفْوِ وَالسَّكِينَةِ وَالْوَقَارِ he should be from the people that are pardoning. He should be from the people that are forgiving. He should be from the people of tranquility, easy, nice, easygoing, forgiving, pardoning people. وَإِنْ يَكُونَ مِنْ أَهْلِ الدَّعْوَةِ إِلَى اللَّهِ تَبَارَكَ وَتَعَالَى كَمَا هِيَ أَعْلَى صِفَاتُ رَسُولِ اللَّهِ صَلَى اللَّهُ عَلَيْهِ وَسَلَّمُ Likewise from the characteristics of following the Messenger alayhi salatu wasalam, is that you should characterize yourself with being from the people of da'wah. Because that is the highest level of the characteristics that the Messenger of Allah alayhi salatu wasalam had. But the shahid here, the shahid is making inbisat towards people, extending out towards people. Specifically here, as has been described about the Messenger of Allah in the Torah, وَلَا يَدْفَعُ بِالسَّيِّئَةِ السَّيِّئَةِ وَلَا يَدْفَعُ بِالسَّيِّئَةِ السَّيِّئَةِ The Messenger of Allah alayhi salatu wasalam, from his characteristic, from his nature, is that he didn't repay evil that was done with another evil. An example of that is another narration that Imam Bukhari collects in a chapter prior to this, Bab al-'Afu wa-Saf an-Nas the chapter of forgiving and pardoning people, in this he collects a tremendous narration that indicates how, how great and lofty a characteristic it is to forgive people and the extent of pardoning and forgiving and overlooking the harm that others did to him that the Messenger of Allah practiced. Concerning this, it's the hadith of Anas ibn Malik radiallahu ta'ala anhu. أن أن يهودية أتت النبي صلى الله عليه وسلم بشات مسمومة. The famous incident that perhaps every single one of us know of, that a Yehudiya, a Jewish woman, brought or a a sheep from a Jewish woman was brought to the Messenger of Allah عليه الصلاة والسلام to eat from poked sheep, but this sheep was poisoned. فَأَكَلَ مِنْهَا The Messenger of Allah alayhi salatu wasalam, he ended up eating from it. He ended up eating from this sheep that was masmumah, that was poisoned. فَقِيلَ أَلَا نَقْتُلُهَا It was said, O oh, Messenger of Allah, shall we not kill her? Because she attempted to murder you. She attempted to kill you. Shall we not kill her? The Messenger of Allah alayhi salatu wasalam, he said, La, no. I eat, no, do not kill her. فَقَالَ فَمَا زِلْتُ أَعْرِفُهَا فِي لَهَوَاتِ رَسُولِ اللَّهِ صَلَى اللَّهُ عَلَيْهِ وَسَلَّمُ The companion Anas, he said, that I continued to see the effects of that poison in the lahah of the Messenger of Allah alayhi salatu wasalam. In that, that piece of flesh that uh, hangs and dangles at the back of your mouth. You, 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 they call it, I think. Huh? 
Anas ibn Malik he said that I still continue to see the effects of the poison that is in the laha of the Messenger of Allah yet in spite of that the Messenger of Allah what does he do? pardons it, forgives her forgives someone that's not even a Muslim forgives somebody that wasn't even a Muslim, a disbeliever in the deen of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala yet in spite of that the Messenger of Allah forgives her. Not just a disbeliever, not just an unbeliever in Islam, but somebody that was no doubt hostile to Islam. But not just that, somebody that tried to kill the Messenger of Allah But in spite of that, the Messenger of Allah he forgave her. That there is not something that a weak heart can do. That is something that the hearts that are big and strong, hearts that are brave, hearts that are tough, real hearts can do that. Real hearts can achieve that. Whereas with us, so many people, a small statement is said perhaps, a small remark is made, a small statement is made, and this person, you may find yourself at times, somebody says a small thing to you, makes a small remark to you, or maybe just a small gesture to you that you feel offended with. And then what happens? Restless. Perhaps, as Sheikh Abdul Razak, he says, can't sleep at night. An hour goes by, can't sleep. Two hours go by, can't sleep. Three hours go by, can't sleep. And your mind is just preoccupied with so-and-so. What did he say to me? Why did he say that to me? Why did she look at me in that way? Mind is preoccupied and your heart and your soul and your mind is being tortured by that person. Your heart is being يعني, and uh, malice and uh, anger towards this person is now developing in your heart towards, towards him. In spite of, or rather than your heart being preoccupied with the dhikr of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, because if the heart was preoccupied with the dhikr of Allah, there will be no more room in the heart to be preoccupied with what he said about me. I'm not going to forgive him up until I don't get revenge from him, up until I don't get my back on him. If the heart was busy in the dhikr of Allah, it won't have time for that. So therefore it is a heart that is kabira, a heart that is big and strong and mighty, that is able to bear, that is able to bear this beautiful characteristic of al-afu. This doesn't mean that it is now haram for you not to requit or get requital from somebody. This doesn't mean that if someone does actually do harm to you, that you can't seek requital. You can do. As Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, He says, وَجَزَاءُ سَيِّئَةٌ مِثْلُهَا The recompense, the reward of a sayyi'ah, of an evil, is an evil that is exactly like it, similar to it. But then he says, فَمَنْ عَفَى وَأَصْلَحَ فَأَجْرُهُ عَلَى اللَّهِ But the one who forgives and rectifies, then his reward is upon Allah. Allah will reward him. And then Allah says, إِنَّهُ لَا يُحِبُّ الظَّالِمِينَ Indeed, he does not love the ظَالِمِينَ He doesn't love the oppressors. So the ulama, they deduce from that, that there are three levels when you're in a circumstance, when someone does wrong to you, that there are three levels. The first level is mustahab, it's recommended, it's virtuous. 
you'll be rewarded for it. The second is mubah, permitted. The third is haram, it's impermissible. So the first one, that the, the virtuous one, that level that you'll be rewarded for, is if someone does evil to you, that you forgive him, that you make afu of him, that you pardon him, you make, uh, you forgive him, and that you make safh of him. Safh is a higher level. Afu is that you forgive the person, I forgive, I forgive you for having done that to me. But safh is that you overlook it, turn a blind eye towards it, as though it never even happened, turn away from it. That's the highest level, that you forgive the one that did wrong to you. The second one that is permissible, but you won't be rewarded for it, is that you pay him back. You do an equal amount uh, to him. Somebody pushes you, so you push him back. But then the third one, that is the one that is haram. That is the one that the culture that we're brought up in, it, uh, it, it encourages towards it, it. It encourages us towards it. Dhulm, that you oppress the one that did wrong to you. Somebody pushes you, and then how are we brought up, uh, or how, how is our culture in the playgrounds and what have you? Someone pushes you when you're a child, what do you do? You uh, you know what you do to him. Huh? So that there is a culture that we've been brought up on, but that there is dhulm. That which is considered real manliness, being real tough, is what? The third, the highest level. That if somebody pushes you, you forgive him. This doesn't mean, however, that there is no such thing as self-defense. Somebody pushes you, you forgive him. Somebody is fighting you, is punching you, is kicking you, and obviously, our religion isn't a pacifist religion. We defend ourselves. So we don't get confused between the two. There's a difference between afu and safh, between forgiving and between pardoning and overlooking and between being bitten the same hole twice. Somebody, he harms you, you don't say, okay, harm me more. Rather, there is self-defense. But in terms of somebody that does harm to you, for example, pushing you or taking your wealth, forgive him. This doesn't mean, however, that if you're in a situation again, where he, for example, asks you for some change, for some money, and you know that he stole from you before, that you give him money again, knowing that he's going to steal from you again. Why? Because the believer is not bitten in the same hole twice. But the shahid here, Ikhwan, is, is that forgiving, pardoning, overlooking, that is a sifa, that is a sifa of the believer, that is a sifa of the anbiya, the messenger of Allah, alayhi salatu wasalam, in that narration when he tells us about the Prophet, a Prophet that came before, and a similar incident happened to the Messenger of Allah والسلام, himself, a Prophet that came and he preached to his people. And what did they do? They beat him. They beat him, and blood is pouring down his face. So what does that Prophet do? While he's wiping his, his face, he says, Allahumma li qawmi, fa'innahum la ya'lamun. Oh Allah, forgive my people. While he's wiping the blood off his face. Oh Allah, forgive my people. For indeed they are a people who do not know. They are an ignorant people. Shaykh al-Islam ibn Taymiyyah concerning this. He says, look at the, the magnitude of forgiveness that this Prophet, likewise our Messenger, alayhi salatu wasalam, in a similar incident that we all know, that occurred in Ta'if. Look at the magnitude of forgiveness. Number one, there's three things that he mentioned. Number one, that the Prophet, he pardoned them. He forgave them. Secondly, that the Prophet, he made dua to Allah to forgive them. They oppressed him, 
They beat him, blood pouring down his face. Number one, he forgives them himself. Number two, he makes dua to Allah to forgive them. And then number three, iltimas al-uzr. But the Prophet, he sought, and he, he, he sought an excuse for them. He sought and he tried to make an excuse for them. An excuse for a people that did what? That said, bro, you smell? No. People that harmed him in his honor, greater than that. In physically, they beat him until his face was pouring with blood. For what reason? Because he, there was some business transaction that didn't go well with them? No, because he tried to call them to what will give them life. Give life to their hearts. Tawheed of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Yet in spite of that, they beat him. Beat him for him, for him engaging in the greatest occupation of life. They beat him. Yet in spite of that, this Prophet forgave them. This Prophet sought Allah, asked Allah to forgive them. And likewise, he sought an excuse for them. That is forgiveness. That is afu. That is pardoning. That is overlooking the harm that others do to you. We ask Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala that He grants myself and yourselves the ability to pardon. Innahu waliyu dhalika wal qadiru alayhi wa sallallahu ma'ala nabiyyina Muhammad walhamdulillahi rabbil alameen.